This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. You're listening to the Hunting Land Man podcast. This is Slade Priest, your host, the Hunting Land Man. Rack buck down here on opening day. If you're interested in rack bucks and real estate and everything that has to do with hunting property, this is the podcast for you. Well, here we go. It's Slade Priest, the Hunting Land Man on episode 18. I got new Ryan here, and it's hard to believe we've already... Our goal was to do 20 the first uh, year, and we started in February, so it looks like we're going to hit that goal. Uh, today we just kind of want to, you know, do kind of a year end. We probably, we probably get another one in before the end of the year, but kind of a year end, a market update, rut report, you know, everybody in the Midwest and across the country is like rut report. Heck the rut's over. Not here. We're just getting going here in Southwest Mississippi and a, a lot of the South. Um, you know, uh, before we get too far, of course, the Hunting Land Man podcast is brought to you by Southern Ag Credit. They take great care of us. Uh, Alex is doing his deal for us for another property we're buying in Missouri right now. Yeah, we are buying a second property in Missouri right now. Still got Walnut Hills. Um, have not made it back up there uh, yet to hunt. Been too busy with real estate, which is a good thing, but uh, hadn't got a lot of hunting done. But as always, this is brought to you by Southern Ag Credit. They take great care of us and our clients, and we thank them for being part of the Hunting Land Man podcast. All right, we'll kind of dive into this thing before we get going uh, too far. Uh, New Ryan is here with me. New Ryan, if you know him and all, he's big into the ducks and has made uh, what uh, a tr- made a one big trip and uh, and then what you've gone two other times. Yeah. Just before we get going, tell us where the ducks. We're gonna do a rut report. I guess we'll start with a duck report. <laughs> yeah, we uh, me and uh, three other of my buddies went to Nebraska in second week of. Uh, Second week of November, um, had a great time, and it was our first time hunting up there, hunting in the Midwest like that, and so didn't really know what to expect, um, knew we wanted to kind of get up that way at least once a year, so I figured, you know, why not start, um, but it was, you know, we kind of hit it 
at the right time, but still, you know, we were talking to a bunch of locals up there, and you know, they were saying they they weren't seeing near near the number of birds that they usually do for that time of year. Um, and, and you know, with the Dakotas, you know, there was a there was a drought earlier in the summer. Um, you know, people thought they weren't going to be able to hold a lot of birds as much as they usually do in the past, and uh, they ended up getting a little some some more water there towards kind of your August and September. So, um, and it, and. For anybody who's wondering, y'all were hunting public ground or private ground? Public ground, public ground, yeah. So it was, you know, we, we also figured out, you know, if you're going to go up there and do something like that, you got to do it in the middle of the week because on the weekend it, it can get a little crazy. Um, but no, so the Dakotas, you know, that warmer weather, you know, it was, I think the last two days we were there, you know, it was 72 degrees both days. So, I mean, it, it, it it's not just down here where you're, where you're battling warmer weather, um, obviously for this time of year. But anyway, so... Fast forward, come down back home um, and start watching the weather here. And obviously Arkansas opened a week earlier than uh, Mississippi. And right, I think it was two or three days before Arkansas season started, we got a big cold front. And uh, it was like if it was if the season was going to be like the first two weeks of, of duck season in Arkansas, we were going we were going to be in for a treat because it was like that first cold front came through and it was just, Everywhere you were seeing on social media, friends, everybody going out, and all you saw were people were killing birds, people were killing birds. And then, you know, first week of Mississippi even, I heard, I saw all over you know, people getting mallards and stuff at Lake Mary, St. Catharines. Um, and, and, and I got a bunch of buddies that hunt, hunt up towards Panther Swamp and in the Delta. And uh, you know, from what I've heard, I have not seen, I have not been out there with them, but from what I've heard, you know, they've gone out there and they've limited every single weekend. So, you know, it, it, it's, it seems as if we got a really good first push and, uh, you know, right now just waiting on, waiting on some colder weather, praying that, you know, we'll, we'll pull up the 14 day report and, and see a big front coming. But you know, right now it's just kind of, you know, we got what we have left over from that first push and there's really none, nothing migrating right now. So it's, it's been a battle, but hopefully we're, we're looking a little bit greener pastures ahead. So we'll see. And like uh, Ryan said, it seems to be that the um, – Ryan, you may want to turn the mics yeah, down a little bit. I'm getting a little echo off of you. Technical difficulties here. But anyway, uh, it seems that if you've got water right now, you're hunting local birds. For, and look, I'm no duck hunter, but you know, it seems that the first day, uh, opening day and, and, and every day past there, it got worse, worse, and worse because you're hunting local birds, getting a little yeah. tougher. But – if you're in southwest Mississippi right now and you've got some water, mm-hmm. they've done better already than I think they have the last three years for the most part. Food and water, um, if you got it, that's where they're going to be. And that's why I was saying, you know, I was putting so much emphasis on that first front. I mean, we got from last year especially compared to last year, we didn't have that early front late November, uh, early December last year and so we were kind of just waiting around now this year we had that first front come through and it was it carried a lot of birds and we got a good good number down here uh especially in you know south southeast arkansas um there there was really good numbers from what i saw uh but you know like last weekend you know the weather sucked but you know it had a we had a storm come through on saturday and i was talking to one of my buddies on sunday i heard everywhere Sunday was pretty good hunting. Had a little colder mini front come through, but on Saturday that thunderstorm was through, and it was kind of like I was talking to him, and he said, you know, we stayed out 
rode the storm till nine o'clock in the morning, didn't see a bird fly until nine thirty. And he said, as soon as that first bird flew, he was like, it was just the floodgates came open. And he, I think they ended up, there was four of them. I think they ended up uh, killing 22. So they were too shy of a four man. Um, but you know, they, he said that it was 65, 66 degrees out there. Wow. And they were still, you know, they were still doing good. So it looks like this weekend, you know, this will be the first weekend since and we're weekend. we're recording this on December fourteenth, yeah, yeah. so if so, that gives y'all, you know, we're mid December. Yeah, so it's looking like this coming up weekend is going to be you know, the same weather wise. So, you know, I haven't been able to get out and scout any, um, but I got a couple of buddies who have been around and, and know where some water's at. So I'm gonna have to get on the horn with them. But you know, I got a buddy of mine flying in from Jacksonville who's going to be able to hunt Saturday morning. So I'm hoping you know he's not making a wasted trip or anything like is that. Logan coming. No, no, no. He, uh, no, he's got, he's got football. They still got a couple of weeks left, oh, yeah. but yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, he's flying in Friday night and then depending on where we're going, we may go, I may leave the Christmas party Friday night and head on up there, but we'll see. Speaking of, he brought up, we got the year end Christmas party here at Southern States Realty. You know, we've had such a blessed year. We thought 2020 could never be topped until we topped it here in 2021. You know, we've had a lot of changes uh, I've got new Ryan here, uh, you know, working with us, and we've had just a blessed year. Been a crazy year, been super busy. Um, in fact, if you're looking for something real estate-wise from 100000 to a million, there's not a lot for sale. Somebody, I get emails every day, hey, I'm ready to spend four hundred. I'm ready to spend $600,000. i am like, well, get on my email list uh, and get in line. And seriously, if you're listening to this and you're ever thinking about buying property, you need to get on my email list, shoot me a text to my cell phone or shoot me an email, shoot me a DM on social media, get on my email list. You get information like this podcast, you get new listings coming online and all my listings hit my email list before they hit all the other sites. So you kind of get a little bit of a members only quotation marks members only access before anybody else does so that's a good thing to do but the real estate market is hot it is and i know that's a cliche salesman thing to say but it really is um we're still getting a little echo you hearing that anyway uh i know that's a cliche thing to say that that the market is uh it's hot, but it is. We are uh, we are surpassed surpassed last year what we did, and we're not done closing. We got one, two, three, four, five pending right now, and we got three more contracts out. So, any uh, you know, we're going we're going to end up the year really good. I don't think we will get agent of the year with United Country. Uh, I think we're gonna get that big number two. I think again, but but uh, you know, there's there's a lot worse things that can happen in the world. But I'll tell you this. Don't expect us to be number two for long because we're coming for another one. I hate losing. Uh, oh, I hate losing more than I like winning. But anyway, um, the market is good right now. Prices are up. It's still a great time to invest. Yes, it is a seller's market, but typically in real estate, especially in Southwest Mississippi, things aren't going to go down. It's like you know you're paying thirty five hundred, four thousand acre for property right now. I don't have a crystal ball. But they ain't going to 2000 That land, people are buying land because they know it's a good investment. They know they don't have to sell it tomorrow. They can take their kids hunting and fishing on it. And it's just a great place to have your money. And it, like I've said before on this podcast, it don't matter what Elon Musk or Trump or Biden or anybody tweets tomorrow. It ain't going to affect land prices in Wilkeson County or Adams County or anything like that. It's going to stay the same. Um. 
we've got a really, 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 let me say that, really big listing coming online. New Ryan and I can't wait to get this thing up and um, up and going. We um, It's the largest listing we've ever had in Wilkeson County as far as acreage and, and price. Uh, I've had one in Amick County that had a little bigger price one time, but this is a super big listing. Deer, ducks, turkeys, fishing, crawfishing, everything you could ever want off Blacktop Road front is going to be a really good listing. We have not gone live with this thing yet because uh, we've got some things working working on it right now, but we're hoping to have that live soon. Uh, can't wait to get it. It's just so cool. New Ryan did a great job with the video, and when you watch it, I don't care if you're in the market or thought, already have your property, you're like, oh, wow, I'd like to own that. It's a property that if you won the lottery, you go look at to see if you want to buy. Um, that, I guess that's the best way to put it. I guess if you were, if I said New Ryan right now, if you had to spend your money and if you had a hundred million dollars and you had to spend your money in Southwest Mississippi right yeah. now, yeah. it would come, it would come to the top of mind. Uh, just just a really cool place and really a, a place that I don't know if there's not really one like it. And there, and I know all properties unique, but this one's unique in a way that like. Um, Having that history and, and the multiple you know, multiple things you can do on the property like that, and, and especially being 15 miles from Woodville, what, 45, 50 minutes from Baton Rouge, and then you're... They don't give them too much like information. You said, you're, you're on blacktop right off the... Yep, I mean, right off the, the road. The property, it's a, so, it, I mean... It's, it's going to be a good one. We hope to have that one. Uh, we hope to have that one up live soon. Um, all right, well, we're going to go now. We've got the... Duck report. We've got the real estate report. Um, we uh, I'm gonna give a kind of a rut report right now. Okay, Southwest Mississippi. And look, this is a loaded question because what is your definition of the rut? Exactly where you hunt in Southwest Mississippi or Felicianas? You know, some parts of Felicianas were heavily influenced by some deer studies that went on from LSU. Some of their breeding happens as early as mid-November. Now. But for the native, genetic, normal Southwest Mississippi, West Feliciana, whatever, typically what I call the rut, what I call the rut is actually when the deer are breeding. That usually starts the majority of it. Now, some of it could happen tomorrow, but the majority of it usually starts around Christmas and goes to a January 10th. Now, I saw a pretty good solid chase happen the other day. It was two bucks on a doe. If it wasn't the real deal, they were faking it pretty hard. I don't, I don't know. It, it was a lot going on. Uh, you're seeing a lot of scrapes. And I know a lot of people that don't have as big a sample size as I have right now saying, I'm not seeing nothing on my cameras. Me neither. Like, like it's, it, it, it's bad. And I'm not seeing the deer. I, get, I can gauge deer movement by my front yard a lot because they're just not moving. And there's a pretty girl walking in the door right there. You ought to marry her in a couple months. <laughs> um, anyway, you, uh, Mary McLean, new ryan's fiance just is about to walk in the door she's gonna bust in on the podcast we're gonna make her talk no, and embarrass her, her. She comes, i told her we were about to start she's oh, she here. comes told she, your yeah, dog she's picking up indy anyway um so i think that um you know i think we're right on target with where the dr right now you're not seeing it on your cameras you're not probably seeing it when you're hunting because of the weather literally it is it's gonna be 63 at daylight in the morning I mean, you can't expect seventy-eight uh, on Thursday, right? You can't expect a deer to move a whole lot in that. Yeah. Now, with that being said, 
what, two days ago we had, let me see, let me, was uh, Sunday. Sunday morning. Yeah. You watch social media, boom, deer, yeah. deer, deer dying, deer posting. Had a buddy of mine, congratulations, uh, Spark Plug, as we call him. He killed a right out of 200 inch deer in Kentwood. Yes, fair chase in Kentwood, big non typical uh, the other day. And so that was a giant. And he'd been watching that deer for a while, trying to kill him. And and so any of these little cold fronts, and look, it doesn't have to be 20 degrees to kill these deer. If you're watching, like right now, I'll pull up the 15 day forecast in Centerville. I mean, okay, so we're looking at, we're recording this on the 14th, so if you're looking at uh, Sunday, Monday, Monday Tuesday, we got, uh, you know, highs in the 50s, low 60s, but lows in the uh, 40s and 30s. That's not extremely good weather, but I promise you, your cameras are going to light up. If you got a little vacation time, if you can hunt Sunday afternoon, Monday, Tuesday, you're going to want to be in the woods, and then it gets back relatively hot again and really i've got the 15a forecast out to the 28th we don't we don't have a lot of good weather now typically i'm a huge proponent of hunt smart not hard i think that applies all year but it applies a lot less from the december 15th tomorrow till january 15th it's a lot about butt time because what you're going to see is on your cameras, if you're watching cameras right now, you're going to see deer either you hadn't seen in a while, hadn't seen since last year, or deer that all of a sudden they're going to start making mistakes. Ryan Wascom, y'all don't know this, but Ryan Wascom killed a five-year-old this morning in Amit County. Really, really good solid deer. Grunted the deer in um, and uh, been watching. He actually, he was texting me last night. The deer came in right after dark last night, and he said, I need to get in there, but I don't have the right wind. I told him, I said, you better get in there, just descent ozone your box stand whatever you got to do but ended up going in this morning had does blowing at him but it's enough of the rut does were blowing at him the does left he went to grunting hard that deer come running in he killed him big old mature five-year-old beautiful deer um but you need right now it's about butt time go hunt yes hunt the wind try if if you can like me i have to pick one or two days a week that i can hunt because we're busy with showing land and family and all that sort of stuff so when you're doing that you know you want to pick the best weather days of course but if you have the time right now just get in the stand and it don't have to make sense just be like if you're rifle hunting you know get somewhere where you can see a long ways get on a scrape line get maybe if you know the deer's in the area, but he's not coming to your feeders, just get in the area. Hunt the does, because right now, from what I'm seeing, I hunted Saturday afternoon. Every buck that came, the buck walked over to the feeder, and he was standing there, and when the does walked up there, he ran at them. Now, they weren't breeding. They weren't doing that. But every, you know, they were the bucks were posturing, making scrapes at each other. They were They're right on target, and... You're going to see those first does start trickling in here real soon, and you want to be in the woods when that happens. You can't do that unless you you got butt time. Um, if you are like me and you're sitting there watching cell cameras left and right and you see one start, like, moving by your camera that normally doesn't or either he daylights, get in there. This is when they're making mistakes. And, and the thing about it is typically – I want to hunt real smart. Okay, he daylighted to go try to kill him the next day. But right now, God, you just got to get in there. You've got to put butt time in. You're going to see. I want my prediction to happen now. And if you're listening to this and it happened, which I think it will, mark my words, Sunday afternoon, Monday, Tuesday, 
big bucks going to be hitting the ground. You're going to see them all over social media in southwest Mississippi. And that's not like I'm a wizard or anything. You're just watching the cold front, perfect time of the year. Uh, you're going to have close to a full moon. I don't You can argue that any way you want, but uh, Mark Drury seems to be right on a lot of stuff. He kills a lot of 200-inch deer, and he says right the couple of days before the full moon and a couple of days after. So we're about I think we're about half moon right now, what I saw last night. Funny story about last night, New Ryan. I'll go ahead and share this with you. There's a hog report. We're, we're going through all the reports. <laughs> so I got two hogs in my front yard, and I have a $4,000 thermal sitting in my closet and never use it. And so they've been coming to my camera, and it's like they—it's like they have a camera on me when I slide in my fresh sheets or whatever. Ping, and I'm like, I'm not going to shoot those hogs, and they're not destroying anything. They're just running my deer off, so I hadn't been too bad. But last night, as soon as I pull in there, boom, they hit. I got on my quiet cat. I eased down the road, wind right, and everything. I'm like, oh yeah, y'all are dead. Eased up there, leaned up by the tree, and it was two of them, and I got cocky. And I said, all right, I'm going to let them cross, and I'm going to shoot them both. <laughs> I said, I'm going to shoot them both, and then I two birds, one stone. You know, the, Of course, they're good to eat, but the main goal is to get them off my place so we're not having – one of them looks like a big sow that's pregnant. So, of course, I'm sitting there watching, watching. They ain't 50 yards. And one of them picks up the head, the wind must have swirled. Whew, they're gone. I shot one running off. I'm pretty sure I hit him, but who knows. I'll, I'll know in the next couple of days if they show back up on camera. But at least I ran them off. But anyway, back to the buck report. We got the hog report. Um, be in the stand right now. Calling, Ryan grunted that deer in this morning, rattling, all that kind of stuff works right now. And look, you know, it's like a lot of things. Oh, man, I've rattled and I've grunted. I've never worked. It only has to work one time to be the best thing ever. You know, if you, you're not going to rattle any deer up if you don't rattle. Right now, the bucks are looking for any reason to come by. So if you're hunting does or you're not seeing anything, if those bucks are cruising, you know, and they hear a grunt, they're coming. If they hear a little fight, they're coming. Um, just got to be in the woods right now. I tell you one thing that I am noticing on my cameras, and maybe you are too if you're listening. I, I, I've got the unique situation around my house. I have a lease, another place, a permission farm I hunt in my house. I know a lot of the neighbors, so we're always talking, exchanging pictures, stuff like that. I'm getting deer right now that they came to a feeder uh, i was checking camera earlier uh, that it's like 1.6 miles from where they normally are which is not incredibly far but they've never been there before not this year not last year i think mr scott said he had one travel 3.2 right right i saw that but but so they're doing they're doing they're messing up that's it and those were daylight deer and those deer had never been to that feeder so Mm Anything can happen right now. So if you're only hunting on 80 acres and you got one feeder on it, you don't know if 1.6 miles or 3.2 miles away, somebody's got a 150 on camera, and guess what? You ain't going to kill him if you ain't sitting there. So right now, butt time, butt time, butt time, butt time. I've got a couple of really good deer on camera uh, around my house that uh, I'd like to get a crack at. Now, I've been bow hunting, and all my neighbors are boomstick hunting, so... My percentage is not real high, but uh, Bentley, my little boy, he is coming in this weekend, and he will be packing a boomstick, so maybe we'll change that. I think I'm going to bring Asa. I'm going to try to shoot a doe with my rifle somewhere at one of my places this week. Just get her involved. She wants to go, and it's, I, you know, that, I, that's what I want to do. I took her this morning to help fill up feeders, and she's so funny. She, um, 
she wants to know what deer was that. She calls it one, uh, one deer, JJ, and she wants to know what deer is coming to what feeder and their name. And I say, oh, he doesn't have a name, baby, so she gives them names. And then every tree that's pushed over from hurricanes and stuff, he must have hooked that tree down. He's a mean deer, and we need to shoot that deer, and we're going to eat all his meat. So she's, she, she's getting it all figured out. She's out of school for the uh, week or for the holiday, so she's getting it all figured out. Let me see what else I got on our little report here. Um, all right, as far as okay, if you haven't, if you haven't, you know where we are real estate market. Um, if you contract something today, you're probably not going to close this year. Very, very, very unlikely to close this year. There's no drastic event, to my knowledge, that's happening on January the first that we don't know about from a tax standpoint, from a um, from a market standpoint, from an interest rate standpoint, there's nothing that I know about. Now, you have to think that interest rates are going to start ticking up. They say, not Slade, people smarter than Slade, that we have a year and a half left of good interest rates. So if that remains the same, we got a little time. Um, we still have an inventory problem. Uh, we, you know, if you see something you like, you better look fast and act fast and make hard offers, you know, I feel bad telling clients. It's like me and a client made an offer yesterday on a track some, listed by somebody else. And I told him, I said, look, I'm not telling you what you want to hear. I'm telling you the truth. He said, okay, I, I, I'm good with that. I said, this market right now, we don't negotiate real hard and, and, and get to a number. It's a seller's market. You better hit, at, at some point, the seller wants what he wants, and either you're willing to pay for it or the next guy is. It's, 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 it's a seller's market right now. Um. The things that seem to be selling are your turnkey stuff. Everybody's busy in the world today, and, and turnkey stuff seems to be selling. So, uh, you know, if you're saying, well, Slater, I, I want a I deal. You know, I want to, uh, I want to try to get a, a deal on something. I would suggest looking at stuff that's a little less turnkey. You know, put a little sweat equity. And, think and outside think, the box. Yeah, yeah, if you're willing to do a little bit of the work, you know, I think you can, if there, if there is a market that is a little bit more of a buyer's market, it is the non-turnkey stuff. Um, man, we've got some great properties listed right now. In fact, we've got as many cool properties listed as I ever had. You know, just really unique stuff. That 342 in Concordia Parish, I thought we had a deal done on it. They had two offers, and neither one of them has finalized yet. Great property. Deer, ducks, even got some turkeys around there. But... A property that you can legitimately kill 150 inch deer every year on. Uh, there's a bigger one on it right now. Uh, I really like the 953 on the other side of the levee in Concordia Parish. Great track. Uh, if you're from more of um, east and you want a good hunting track, deer, turkeys, and a, and a lake that 494 in Pearl River <laughs> County, that is a pretty, pretty property. And for Pearl River County, the deer, God, they got some yeah. darn good deer. On. And look, you think Pearl River County, they ain't got no deer. Look at the pictures on the website. They got some darn good deer and a lot of turkeys. And that pretty lake close. is gorgeous. Yeah, it's pretty close. All the all the work's been done. You just got to put a camp. So you put your own uh, spin 16 on 16 acre lake, I think is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 16, 18, something like that. And food plots and timber. It's it's a cool track. Um, the Fraser, I just don't understand. If you haven't looked at the Fraser, look on my website, 641 acres in um, Jefferson County, huntinglandmanms.com. So the Fraser is a cool property. If I was in the market for a close to a $2 million property, I would be seriously considering. Let me tell you why I like the Fraser. You got hills and bottoms. 
and you got different levels of bottoms. So you got some bottoms that's good deer and duck hunting, and and you can make the duck hunting a lot better for relatively inexpensive. And you got some of the bottoms that's dead flat that ninety nine percent of the time you never will have any water issue. And you got soybeans, and uh, your front door is literally thousands of acres of soybeans. So after March or April, whenever they plant the soybeans, proteins are relevant because they're eating all the protein they could ever want right there. And the best part about it is you got hills that connects to it. So worst case scenario, we have a high river event in late December, January. Guess what you have? You've got all the deer out the bottoms right there on your bluff. And it's not bottoms that have a bunch of one tens and three year olds and stuff like that. You've got bottoms of people managing and eating deer, eating soybeans and big landowners. I mean, you can have an average year. You say have three to five bucks you're hunting in those hills right there. You, know, you come January fifteenth, the water may get to a point to where you have ten. Uh, you know, you I've heard stories of of people saying, "Yeah, man, I put two hundred pounds of rice bran in my feeder and it was gone in two hours when the water came up." I mean, that's the kind of things that can happen. With that, I mean, you buy the Fraser and you call me and you say, "Hey, Slade, um, I killed a 190." Oh, I'm I want to see a picture. I'm shocked. I want to put my hands on him, but it's doable right there. I mean, it really is. It's it it is a cool situation, and you can kill deer, ducks, turkeys all in the same track. Pretty pretty cool uh, thing, and really good neighbors. The ultimate, if you have a little bit over two million to spend, the ultimate thing to do is buy the Fraser and a share of Southside, the share club right beside it. And um, and you can literally hunt like you got 10 million bucks for 2 million bucks. If you're interested in that and you want to hear more about it, call me or New Ryan. We'll tell you. And, in fact, we'll come be your guest and come hunt with you. So, um, so those are some good tracks. And, look, I know I'm mentioning a lot of big stuff right now. We don't have a lot of small stuff right now. Um, small things are going so fast. They're just the best thing you can do is get on my email list. And when you see something you like, you better speak up fast because there's not a lot of stuff like that on the market right now. Um, before we end this thing, we want to thank everybody that that listened here uh, to the Hunt Land Man podcast for the last 18 episodes. If you haven't, go give us a good five-star written review. Tell a friend about it. Share it with you. The goal of this thing is to educate you about what's going on in the market. Talk deer hunting. Talk turkey hunting. Talk duck hunting and educate you in your process of buying and selling land and the lifestyle that new Ryan and I and everybody here at Southern States Realty gets to live uh, being a, a, a real tree land pro. You know, it's a really cool and we're really blessed to have this opportunity to have this job. And, um, you know, we like sharing it with you. I mean, I love to hear about other people's properties. I'm sitting there, I, I watch every Realtree United Country agent, Whitetail Properties agent, Mossy Oak agent, I watch them all throughout the country on on social media because I'm just interested in the land, the way people are doing things. I love this business, and I hope it shows in this podcast and the way we present ourselves to the market and our properties and clients to the market. But um, like we started off this episode, uh, we got a really big listing coming in Wilson County. Can't wait to get that one on. And actually got one uh, coming, another one coming probably first quarter next year that is – equally almost as good uh not too far from it so we got a lot of cool stuff happening um all the cane lake listings are still available we didn't talk about that a while ago really cool properties up uh, on the big black river we got stuff from a million bucks to 10 million bucks up there so if you got got some money to spend those are some great tracks and there's some meat left on the bone they're a really good price you know uh you can literally if you're wanting to if you'll drive an hour north of wilkeson county you can save a thousand dollars an acre uh so 
something to be considered. Or new Ryan, you got anything to end this thing up? Summed it up. Just catching up. Ready to end the year, get started on 2022. Well, thank you all very much. Enjoy your family for the holiday. You say, if we don't do anything before Christmas, enjoy your family. Take some time. I'm super guilty of this. I'm so busy trying to year in and show properties and stuff like that. Take some time to spend with your families. Go out there and hunt. And, man, it, I was I was thinking I'm probably going to go try to suave something with my bow in the morning. And who cares if I don't? And, you know, just get out there, sit in the stand, enjoy what, what God's created, and, and be thankful, man. That's what it's all about. I mean, I like killing stuntmen. I don't want to do sunrise pictures. But in all reality, if I can just go sit in one of my stands in the morning and listen to sunrise, it'll be pretty cool. Well, that's it for the Hunting Land Man podcast, episode 18. Y'all share this with somebody, and uh, we'll be back at you probably, hopefully, before the first year. We'll try to get a real rut report and maybe even talk about a big buck we've killed between now and then, and some ducks. Hey, thank you for listening to the Hunting Land Man podcast. If you will, take a moment, give us a five-star written view, guys. This really helps us out. And if you know anybody you think will be interested in this podcast, please share it with them.